Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hour 2, Dan Silio, National Football Show. Gary Mace from the middle will be with us at the bottom of the hour. bit more eagle news and Deshaun Watson and I got the only metric that you need when it comes to taking the top quarterback in the NFL don't listen to those other stupid asses that give you well you know the best quarterback in the NFL right now you know it's Pat and us I got one metric that you need that's it one metric now so Merrill Reese came on our program a couple weeks ago and he had to go on WIP's morning show with Angelo and and, and kind of like said, I never said that they needed it about Zach Ertz and all this and that. And he, he made some lineups. Sulio, you have a better chance of being on the opening day roster for the Eagles than Zach Ertz does. Well, come to find out today, Howie Roseman said that Zach Ertz most likely will be on the opening day roster for the Eagles. Now, what changed? What changed in that whole offseason that these guys were adamant on moving two people, actually three people, the head coach, the quarterback, and the tight end? What changed? Well, Doug Peterson didn't have enough control of the coaching staff. They wanted him to fire the wideout coach. And that whole thing got to a point where they, they thought it would be in the best interest if they just parted ways because it was going nowhere. How do you fire a Super Bowl coach and a guy that won multiple division titles for you and you just blow them out like that? that that's called a difference of agreement. Those guys did, basically didn't come to any kind of consensus on how they were going to run the Philadelphia Eagles. That's what that thing came down to. It came down to philosophical differences. He wanted more control of the personnel. He wanted more control of the game day roster. He wanted more control of the coaching staff. They weren't going to give him that, even though he had earned that. So I'm, I'm like, okay. That's how that unraveled. And this is how Nick Sirianni got parachuted in. By the way, we're still working on him coming on the program. We've been in contact with the Eagles and also with Nick. And so – this is going to happen. We'll keep you updated on when it happens. You go over to my um, my Twitter page and you can uh, keep uh, updated. It took us a little bit to get Dabble Sweeney on. We got Coach Sweeney on the other day. We're going to get Nick on with us. And all because of Frank Reich. And we really appreciate Coach setting us up that way too. So we're going to get Nick Sirianni on with us uh, real soon. So what changed for Ertz and all of a sudden Ertz staying? Follow me here. So Howard Eskin, who we get on all the time, love Howard, kind of floated out there the idea that the Eagles may be in contact with the Houston Texans, and I found out they are. But then again, 
that's nothing out of the unordinary for Howie, right? To pick the phone up and call somebody. Remember Patrick Peterson? He ended up calling up Arizona. He was trying to look for a guy in the secondary uh, two years ago. They were trying to bring him into Philadelphia, but the they uh, Steve Kime, the general manager of the Cardinals, just wanted too much, and he didn't have really the assets to to, to surrender that. So I mean, he's always on the horn talking about bringing dudes in. What stopped that process? Well, I'll tell you what. I got Devontae Smith. Tell me how this looks. I draft Devontae Smith in the first round. I got a tight end that's a difference maker on the team. I got a quarterback who I'm not sure who he is. Jalen Hurts is a seatbelt, friends. He's not an elite guy. He'll never be. Now, do you have to win Super Bowls with elite guys? No. But he's never going to be a guy that's going to throw you out of trouble if you get in trouble. That's not who that player is. He's not going to magically just all of a sudden transform into Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. That's not going to happen. So you have an outlier there. I don't know. If I'm going into a regular season and I make this comment about your starting quarterback, watch. The Giants, I don't know. The Jets, I don't know. Washington, I don't know. The Dolphins, I don't know. The Saints, I don't know. The Bears, I don't know. The 49ers, I don't know. There's very few teams you go, yeah, that guy's the guy. That guy can do it. You get in trouble, that guy can throw you out of trouble. That's the guy you want. A guy that can throw you out of issues. You're Howie Roseman, and you know that guy in Houston could throw you out of trouble. Okay? You know that guy could throw you out of trouble. You have Devontae Smith and you have Zach Ertz in your offensive huddle. I'll tell you what, that automatically makes the Eagles a player. You put that dude on that team. That team goes to a 10-win team overnight. Overnight. Because then what you have is you have a guy in Nick Sirianni who was the OC with Frank Wright in Indianapolis, and look what they did with Phillip Rivers. They brought Rivers in for one year, and that team won 11 games, and they actually did a damn good job getting to the playoffs. I'll tell you what, they were sneaking around on people, weren't they, that, that Colts team a year ago? They finished in the top 10 offensively and defensively. It's the only team coming back in 2021 where you went like this. I'll tell you what, man, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good units there. Now you parachute Wentz in there. A better Jonathan Taylor. Colts look good. You parachute Deshaun Watson into Philadelphia. Oof. Holy cow. Is that a different looking football team? Instead of farting around with Jalen, which by the way, it's a great place to be. Remember something now. You owe a crap load of money on that Wentz deal still to Indy. How you get some of that money back? Now you got to remember something. You got the – but but here's the thing, too. I wonder how Eagle fan would respond to all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes here with Deshaun. If that guy can play – what are you, a marriage counselor? 
Oh, what are, what are you, a public relations expert? If he could play, play. I don't want a guy like that on my team. You know that guy? <laughs> I always say this to people. If O.J. Simpson had done the things that he did and he was an active player, you think the Bills would have put him on that active roster? If he got off on what he did in California? And he had just come off a 2,000 rushing season. Now, it's the NFL. Remember what I'm telling you here. You think they kick him out of the league? I don't think so. Well, he was innocent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? Well, he, he, he was innocent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, he was innocent. Really? <laughs> okay. Sounds good on a roster, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds great on a roster. You know, because you know that guy. The guy'd be like, "Well, you know, this guy's got all these uh, issues that may play into him not playing." Now, that's a that's a real thing. I don't want to trade for a dude that can't play. I'm not. Yeah, you know, I don't want that. But if you're talking to me two, three games, and you get a generational quarterback like that. Remember this: prior to all those accusations in Houston, man, they're talking five first rounders for that guy. Jimmy Johnson flat out told me. Uh, hey, coach, would you take three ones for that guy? He goes, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. So Deshaun Watson, Zach Ertz, Devontae Smith, in a patchwork O-line in Philly, in that division, you win 10 games. You'd be a 10-17. and 17. And with the teams as bad as they are in that division, you, you probably really have a great record in that division. Sean, roll in there, man. Holy cow. Nick Sirianni would work magic with that guy. Look what he did with Rivers, who was a high turnover quarterback in his entire career. When he was in San Diego slash L.A., Rivers is a high turnover guy. Deshaun's not. He's a high turnover dude. So if I'm Howie, I'm on the phone with the Texans, and you do this. I'll give you three ones for him, and I'll give you Fletcher Cox. Would you do it? Would you do that? Aging Cox, right? Guys are telling me about injuries and crap. You get out from the under the player and his money, kind of start adding up the – the stars a little bit on how you can get some of that money. And by the way, the asking price for Watson's not going to be as high as it was before. There's collateral damage now. Now you can tell me all you want about the Ferrari, but it's been in a train wreck. Well, it's a Ferrari. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's got damage marks on it. I'm not giving you full price for that thing that you were asking me a month ago for. You just got into a car wreck. I'm not giving that. Yeah. Your price a month ago was $10,000. You get into a car accident, you think you're going to get $10,000? Deshaun Watson's in a car wreck right now. He's in a car wreck. Set that franchise up and everybody in that, in that organization up for the next 10 years if you're able to land that guy. Okay? Not, no way.
I see some guys over in the in the chat room saying it's not a one yet. You're right, it's not. You got to do something, eagle guy. That's unholy to you. You got to root for Wentz to win. I can't do that. Why? It's in the best interest of your team. What are you crazy? If that results in me being able to land a player like Watson or I get a first rounder, who gives a whatever about Carson Wentz? Get over that stuff. Get over that. Get over yourselves. If Wentz succeeds, gets to an AFC title game, your pick goes to a one. I don't want that. It's like the same guy that says this. I can't have a guy like that on my team. (laughs) This isn't the morality league. In case you're not keeping score, since when is this the morality league? Where did you get that from? Well, you know, we have to have quality guys. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I want to have guys with character. Like, I'm so happy I played for a guy like Jimmy Johnson. I really am. Jimmy Johnson, just go play. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you a Jimmy Johnson. And how Jimmy Johnson owned the NFC East with one move. Besides the Herschel move. I've told you guys some of the history of this. What do you think the one pick that Ed DeBartolo, the former owner of the 49ers, regrets to this day? It was the Charles Haley move. Here. Do you know how the Cowboys got Charles Haley? Oh, this is going to really bust over everybody in the NFC East and NFL fans. Do you, you know how Jimmy got it? Okay. So there was a dude in the room by the name of Bob Ackles. It was Jimmy Johnson's right-hand man. And he would call all the teams all the time because back when the Cowboys were building, they were looking for players. You know, they went 1-15, then I think they went 7-9, and nine, and in the third year, Jimmy won his Super Bowl. Maybe it was his fourth year. I forget. It was something like that. And Bob Ackles gets a call from the 49ers. Hey, we want to trade Charles Haley. Charles Haley had just won like two Super Bowls and was like the top pass rusher on the team. Bob Ackles was like, what do you want for him? They didn't want anything really for him. They just wanted him out of the organization and off the team. Bob was like, let me talk to Jimmy. So he goes and talks to Jimmy. Jimmy gets back from his legendary noon run. He goes, I got an interesting call from Carmen Policy. And he goes, um, they want to they deal Charles Haley. Haley would go on and win three Super Bowls in Dallas, total of five. He's the second winningest Super Bowl man in the era next to Brady. You know that, right? He's got five of them. He's number one defender, I think he is too, with five. I don't think anybody else in NFL history has more than five or five. So Jimmy gets on the phone with Carmen. What the hell happened? Well, when the change was made, Charles Haley couldn't stand George Seifert. So you know what he did? I guess Seifert called him out, put him on blast in one of the meetings. 
And right after a team meeting, Haley goes out, stands on his car hood, George Seifert's car hood, and pisses on it and takes a crap on it. True story. Get that guy out of here. I want to see that guy's ass in this building. I don't want him in here. Don't that I don't don't have that guy ever in here. I think they got a third for him or something. It wasn't a lot. And 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 Bartolo told me to this day, getting rid of Joe, sending him to KC, and letting Haley walk out the room. He goes, that move, in my opinion, cost us Super Bowls. So you know what Jimmy did? Jimmy made the move. It, nobody was talking about, well, this guy just crapped all over a head football coach. He disgraced an organization. He was an awful teammate. Jimmy gets Charles Haley in the building, looks him in the face and goes, I hear you don't want to practice a lot. I don't have a problem with that. That's eight tackles and two sacks every game. I want to, I don't want to see anything less. We have a problem if you're not producing like that. Do we have an agreement? Haley produced the whole time. He produced the whole time he was there. You think anybody gave a rat's ass about somebody defecating or um, urinating on the head coach's car hood? This is about winning. NFL, I don't care about that stuff, man. The NFL cared about winning. These, these, these cases that are out there, if you can make them go away, Deshaun should make them go away. And if there's innuendo or there's a stigma about it, but there's no criminal crimes, nobody in that NFL locker room in Philadelphia will give a rat's ass because that guy will go out and put multiple win years up. But you'll get snowflake people going, Moby, this guy's got a you know, problem and, you know, I don't know what kind of get you. What are you, like I said, a marriage counselor? I mean, who are you? You're a fan. Act like it. You're not the morality cops. NFL likes to play that sometimes. I get it. Right? Hey, the NFL. Love it. Love how they act. All right, real quick. Harry Mays will join us, too, from the middle. Jacob Media. We'll talk to him where they fit in. One thing I want to say about, you know, you know how you're going to get a lot of people like Pete Prisco and all these other nobodies that always do this, right? Hey, man, here's my rankings of my quarterback, and here's my one metric that I have. Here's the big sales metric. You had to pick one quarterback to win one football game. Who would it be? Who's playing today? Don't give me stats. You had 60 minutes. 60 minutes to win one game. Who is it? Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the NFL with that distinction. Yeah, but what about the guy with all the numbers and 48 touchdowns and five in it? <laughs> okay, I all right. Mm, yeah. You know who the second guy is? It's Russell Wilson. I had to win one game, one game. I'm going to take him. Third guy would be Aaron Rodgers. Fourth guy would probably be Mahomes. 
After five, after four, I don't know. If I had to pick one dude to win a game. It's Brady and everyone else still. I don't care how old he is. Until you prove that you can beat the old man, homie's still the king. All right, we'll talk to Harry Mays. We'll get his thoughts where the Eagles fit in to the NFC East. We'll do that next. You keep it here on the National Football Show. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Welcome back to the National Football Showcase. Don't you like all these little clickbait websites? Here's the best O-line. Here's the best quarterbacks going into the 2021 season rankings. <laughs> like, 
There's there's only one metric you need. Okay, that is, if you had to win one game and you had 60 minutes to do it, who would pick it? Well, it depends who the wide receiver. I don't give a crap who the wide receivers are. Okay, if they're Amendola and Edelman, and it's Bob Smith, you think they're winning games? I'd be like, who's Edelman? <laughs> Wes Welker. No, there, no, there was. Hey, Wes had the benefit the last two quarterbacks of his career to have who? Brady and Peyton Manning. I don't know. That might help the numbers <laughs> when you got those two guys. That might help the numbers. Yeah, I was watching a couple TV shows and a couple sports shows today, and then I was looking at a couple lists on, you know, this guy's here, you know, the best quarterback is Rodgers and, you know, Russ. I get Russell. I get that. But, you know, they're going on age and production and fantasy geek numbers. I'm sure my boy Cal loves that. And so all, the, all those guys with big numbers, you know, <laughs> the guy that fills out your – fantasy football league or whatever the hell you guys do on Friday nights when you're not with your chicks, whatever you're doing. I don't know. And you're sitting there looking over at Billy Bob and you're going, Hey, you think I should take Russell? Do you think I should take Patrick Mahomes? Which one of these guys? Why don't you take Brady? You guys been to 10 championship games. I don't know. It seems like a logical pick. No, 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 no. You see Pete Prisco's list. Who's Pete Prisco? Oh, oh, yeah, that guy. I remember. Yeah, CBS, CBS not note anything.com. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah. The, my favorite one, though, is the draft days. You know, when you get those draft dudes, like on a Monday? Well, I, you know, this is what I looked at the draft. And like, how come you got every guy and every pick wrong? <laughs> well, the, the teams went in different directions and they slid and it screwed up the entire, you're like, bro, you didn't get anything right. And you haven't got anything right in 10 years. Like Mike Mayock, he, he got the Raider gig by being on the NFL network and getting some of his draft picks right. I was like, Jesus, gravity, man. That's how you got to be the GM of the Raiders. It's because you played a little ball and you played at BC and you covered Notre Dame and you worked at the NFL Network and you sounded like you know what you were talking about? That's crazy. It really is. I, yeah, if someone asked me um, who, who I would take, I'd be like, I don't, I'm going to take the guy in Tampa. Why wouldn't you? Well, a lot of factors. I go, no, there's not. There's only one factor. Who wins the most games? Who motivates his team? I love those guys that do that. All right. I'm a big fan of this guy here, and you can catch him on the middle right here on our Jacob Media channel. And I reached out to him last week. I love the fact that he goes on vacay. Now he's here with me here. <laughs> Harry Mace from the middle. He joins me here now on the National Football Show. I appreciate you doing this, brother. Thank hey, you, man. man. Great to be with you, Dan. I was, uh, I'm sorry I couldn't do it last week. I was uh, up in Connecticut. The, the connection wasn't all that great. And I, you know, I was, uh, did my show remotely. It, it, you know, we got through it, but I didn't want to risk being on your show and screwing it up. Because I <laughs> now, see I'm the guest list that you have, man. This is, I mean, you get some big time people on this show, me yeah, but, not included. You know, you know what, though, Harry? I tell people, you know, it's relationships that have happened. 
once you've just been doing this for so many years. I mean, right. you know, you're what you're, you're never trying to do is you're never trying to burn a relationship. Sometimes you do if you're doing it a long time like you and I have done it. Right. And it just it's been over the years. But here, you'll love this. It took me seven months to get Dabo Sweeney on. Oh, wow. And I finally got him on Monday uh-huh. and we kept him on for a while. We had, I think we had him on for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. and it was really, so that's kind of, I'm one of those, I'm one of those like Unabomber text message guys, man. I'll keep <laughs> continuing to do it until I get your ass on. All right. Let's, Hey, by the way, I'm a Connecticut guy. That's I'm glad to hear you up in Connecticut, man. That's yeah. My sister fun. lives up there in the Groton in Groton, yeah, Connecticut, yeah. like right on the Long Island sound there. It's a nice up there, man. Absolutely. Let's get into the Eagles here. Yeah. Um, okay, tell me, we had Merrill Reese on with us a couple uh, weeks ago, and Merrill's like, Sulio, you will have a better chance on being on the opening day roster than Zach Ertz will be on the opening day roster. Well, I just saw Howie Roseman say that. It looks like he's going to be there week one. What's changed? Well, I don't know that anything has really changed except nobody's offering up any draft picks for Zach Ertz. And I think, you know, they were holding out that they were going to get some sort of draft compensation for him. And, you know, if you're one of these other teams, you're sitting back there saying, hey, man, you know, I like what I have or, you know, I haven't absorbed an injury yet. I'm not giving up uh, a draft pick for a guy that you probably may end up having to release anyway because, I mean, he's 12 point. Uh, seven million dollar cap hit right now, and they could save over eight million dollars if they traded him or released him. So I still am thinking I am still of the mindset that he won't be an Eagle starting Week One or shortly thereafter in the season because you know injuries happen all around this league. It's an it's a war of attrition. This game that we love, uh, and somebody's bound to get hurt. And you know he's a very he's a very good player. He's not a great blocker. Never has been a great blocker. Uh, but he can run routes and he can catch the football. He doesn't do much after he catches the football, and that was always kind of a knock on him uh, here in Philadelphia is there's not much yak to Zach Ertz, but <laughs> he does catch the football, and he's a, he's a great guy in the locker room, and now he's got some beautiful blonde hair. He looks like uh, Ric Flair out there today on the first practice. I know, man. I was like, is that Odell or is that Zach Ertz out right. there? I'm like, holy cow. Is, is, is it more the money? Is it more the – Injury issue that he went through a year ago, is it all of it that are scaring teams away, you think, from trying to make a deal for him? I, I think it's the, mo- the money, you know, that if you'd, you'd have to bring him on, uh, you know, 12, 12 point, what, 7 million, a lot to play, pay for a guy his age where, you know, he's not the same player he was a few years ago. Um, I think he'd really like to be reunited with uh, Frank Reich and, and Carson Wentz, to be honest with you. I think a lot of people have thought that. I'm not a genius, but, you know, there is a certain chemistry between those two players on and off the field. Um, so, you know, if if you're Zach, I think you come in, you play the good soldier right now. You know, you you know, you be a leader to younger players and, you know, you know, play the role and, you know, hopefully something breaks somewhere somewhere else and you can go and and. And, you know, have a second half of your career somewhere else. You know, you, you know, the behavior and how the, his characteristic and how he is when he calls so many teams. And that's Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Eagles. I mean, his MO is always, he's always on the phone. A couple of years ago, he goes and tries to go after Patrick Peterson. You know, Steve Kime just wanted too much money for the player. He wanted him. He wanted that defensive end down in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always trying to find. In Gokway. 
Yeah. yeah, always trying to find a guy to bring into Philadelphia. Right now, there's rumors around that there's been conversations with the Texans and with Howie Roseman on potentially bringing, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson into Philadelphia. Could that have also paused this thing here a little bit, Harry? Where you're doing this, Devontae Smith, Zach Ertz, not the Zach Ertz of three years ago. I get it, but still a functional tight end. When you have a wideout that can put the uh, scare into any defense. And you have a quarterback that could go in that division and immediately win that division mm. and make the Eagles a 10-win team. I mean, could there be something to that story that's going on around in Philadelphia and in Houston? Well, I mean, maybe Zach Ertz is part of a compensation package that goes back, yeah, to, to Houston. Sure. Uh, that would be great. I mean, I'm holding. I'm one of those guys that's sort of holding out and saying, hey, man, Deshaun Watson could still be an Eagle at some point. You know, whether he has to pay some sort of, you know, suspension price, whatever. I mean, you're looking at bringing in a top five quarterback talent level uh, for the next four or five years. You know, okay, maybe he has to miss eight games. You know, he hopefully he straightens his, you know, whatever this proclivity he has for massages. You know, we get that squared away. I don't know what went on. And, I, you know, if, if he did something inappropriate, he's got to pay the price. But, man, he's a super, super talented quarterback. I mean, what do you have, 33 touchdowns, seven yeah. interceptions last year? Yeah. He threw a 70% completion rate. On a crappy team. Yeah, on a, on a lousy team that was going nowhere. Um, you know, he threw for almost 5,000 yards. <laughs> you know, so, you know, what, what could he do here with Devontae Smith? And, you know, th this, this Eagle group would be pretty cool. Where do you think the Eagles fit in the NFC East with the current roster they have going into the 2021 year? I think they're probably about third. I, I think Dallas going into it is still uh, the the cream of the crop. I think they're gonna they'll win nine or ten games and win the division. I I pencil WFT in there at second, simply on the strength of that defense. They're building something incredible there, Dan. And you know, I mean, you you know all these players, and and you know what you know what a great group of, of defensive guys can do for an entire roster. That that's something special that they're putting together in that front seven that I think is going to be really dangerous as a, as a guy who roots for the Eagles over the next couple of years. If they get the quarterback position figured out, you know, um, who knows? You know, could they get a Deshaun Watson in there? I mean, think about that. Wow. You know, I mean. Be a 12-win team. Oh, easily. Just, you know, book it. Yeah, forget about Dallas. <laughs> WFT is going to the playoffs again. And they'd actually be legitimate this year, not just because the NFC East had to send a team last year. You know, so I like Washington as, as the second team. And then I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles are right around a seven, probably a seven and 10 team right now. And the Giants are probably right, right along there with them. The new coach, your feelings on him. Do you have thumbs up, thumbs down, neutral, Switzerland? How are you looking at him? I'm neutral right now. I'm not, you know, he's, he, Kim's, he's, he's one of these high energy guys. And I don't, I, you know, high energy guys in radio used to kind of make, kind of weird me out a little bit, Dan. You're like, wait, 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 back yeah, off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's six in the morning. Just calm <laughs> down, you know? So he, he's a little bit much for me right now, but I'm going to give the guy a chance. He's, he's into it. Uh, the players seem to, to be, to be buying in. And that's really all that matters. It doesn't matter what I sit here and say, Did, are these veteran players going to buy into the, you know, the rock, paper, scissors stuff, which I thought was a little goofy. I mean, he said some things early on that kind of had you thinking like, man, does this guy, does this guy have a clue? Who's going to buy what veteran is going to accept this guy? But it, it appears that, uh, you know, things have smoothed out now and I'm, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's got the attention of the young players too. He's, a, he's great with uh, receivers. He's kind of a, one of these hands-on kind of head coaches. I, I was talking to some people today that were down there and said, you know, he's out there 
coaching like a position coach would be, you know, not not like your typical head coach. So, you know, we'll we'll see how it works. I'm I'm going to give them a chance. They got a young staff. I kind of wish there was a little bit more sort of senior seniority on the staff somewhere. It, it all seems to be, you know, all young guys, all energetic dudes. I mean, there's a position coach, Dan, I think is 27 years old. I, I think it might be the linebackers coach. I mean, that's unbelievable. You know, you just said something to me. Now that's going to make me pause and we're going to get Sirianni on, I think next week. And that just made me pause what you say, because he's still a position coach. The biggest transition that a coach makes is going and putting down the position headphones mm -hmm. and putting on the head coaching headphones because you got to be more of a delegator, the CEO, you got to be yeah. more of a CEO like Jimmy Johnson was. Yeah, and I think this is going to be something that Urban Meyer struggles from because he loves to coach. And when you're in the college game, you're more of a hands on type guy. When you're an NFL CEO guy, you sit back and you allow your position coaches to coach and you evaluate them and you evaluate the players with your personnel department. So he may be going through that transition as well. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this uh, takes a couple of couple yeah. of games, couple of, you know, to sort of figure out, you know, what he's got. He's probably, you know, he's trying to get his handle on this roster. You know, he's these are new players for him. He's new. Everything's new. So I'm not, I mean, I'm going to sit here and say thumbs up or down. I'm neutral right now, and I'm willing to give him a chance. Two last questions for you here. Help me out on something here. You know, I, I know Doug Peterson pretty well, and I, I I like the coach. I like his journey. I love the fact that he had to work his way up. Andy Reid gave him, mm -hmm. you know, an umbilical cord for him to be able to be a coach. And arguably, you know, it's been one of the greatest eras in the history of Eagle football. He went to Super Bowl, a couple of division titles. I mean, how did it unravel so fast? Great question. I mean, you know, three years after winning a Super Bowl and he's out of here, it was – it was one of those things where I really think he had a tough time replacing the coaches that he lost. And it was sort of a, the staff had, you know, there was some question marks with his staff after he lost Reich and he lost the quarterbacks coach, uh, you know, that were part of that triumvirate that, you know, helped Carson Wentz and, you know, Nick Foles and, you know, won that Super Bowl. And I think there was a, a bit of where Doug started to sort of feel himself within the organization too. And, that kind of bothered the ownership a little bit and Doug wanted it his way. The ownership wasn't still willing to sort of just let Doug bring in whoever he wanted. There was battles there where I think Doug just saw, you know, finally said, Hey, you know what? I don't really want to be around here anymore either. I don't have my franchise quarterback <laughs> anymore. And I mean, well, what are we doing here? I can just sit here, collect a check, play golf and pick my next job, you know, a year from now. Um, you know, because his defensive coordinator retired too. You remember? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, so every everything sort of just blew apart. I mean, three years after a Super Bowl, you lose your franchise quarterback, and granted, didn't win the Super Bowl, but got you to a position where you had home field throughout before yeah. he, you know, busted up his knee, and you you lose the head coach, the defensive coordinator, quarterback. Everything's gone. The only thing that was left here was Howie Roseman and the ownership. So that's it's, right. It's, it's Swartz crazy. Ended up, Swartz ended up calling it a career. That's right. right. I mean, he ended up, the DC ended up retiring. You mentioned Howie. Final question for you. Um, any pressure on him this year? Do you think? No. Now, look, you get rid of the you get rid of the franchise quarterback, like you say, you get rid of a Super Bowl coach. If this thing just like craps all over itself this year, I mean, what does the owner do? Well, that's a great question because the the own the fan base is already half half of them to two thirds of them want to get rid of Howie as is. You know they think he's he's had you know his life. 
how do you survive all all this? You know, the the multiple coaches and you know losing your franchise quarterback that they gave up a lot to get up to the draft to get uh, in the first place, and it all fell apart. I would think if you know if this you know just crumbles and this team is you know four and thirteen, uh, that would not look very good for Howie Roseman. I mean, you know, do you want him? Let's say they have three first round picks then next year if the the one from Indianapolis move you know converts to a first rounder do you, does he get the right to pick those players you know after this whole thing unraveled three four years after a Super Bowl and the team's four and thirteen to me if I'm the owner no way but Jeffrey Lurie's his loyalties uh, they don't they don't sit in in line with a lot of people that cover the team. I would have I would have paid money to see you and Bruno in the mornings. Ah. I I would have paid, and I would have paid a lot of dough to see how that converts back and forth before you guys went on here. Oh. You talk about high energy. Oh my god, yeah. Well, it's, he's high energy when he's on the show, but when he's off the show, yes. he goes into low energy mode, and he's just it's incredible. Yeah, like this, Tony, wake up. How you doing? Yeah, oh, right. here. What up, man? Yeah. Farmer Tony. Hey, yeah. Harry, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Don't forget, you can catch him each and every single day right here Monday through Friday on the Jacob Media channel, The Middle. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you doing this. Anytime, Dan. Love the show. You got it, man. That's our friend Harry Mays. And again, don't forget, you can catch him every day right here on the Jacob Media channel. We will take a brief time out. You keep it here on the National Football Show. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of Life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Welcome back to the National Football Show. Ask me why I'm laughing. Ask me why I'm laughing. No, it's because not that that tool, Steven, who jumped aboard with us earlier, took 10 minutes of my life that I'll never get back. Why, why, why do you think it is? Because I've got to talk about the stupid-ass Jets. <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> Is there a worse fan in America than Jet Guy? Okay? It, it, seriously. Boston, hit like I told you before, you're the best fan bases in the NFL. Boston, Philly, you really think Giant fan is great? Eh, the Giant fans are pretty cool. Uh, it's always sellouts. Let's see. Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Chicago Bears, Packer fans. Dolphin fans, no. Rams fans, no. Niner fans, they don't even play in San Francisco anymore. They're in Santa Clara. Where the hell is that? Oh, it's a wine country. <laughs> I always wanted to play football in wine country. Get me the hell out of there. Seahawk fan's pretty cool. Jet fan is the most delusional fan in the National Football League. You know why? 1969, baby. Joe Namath. My boy Cal, I think he's 20. Who's Joe Namath? <laughs> 1969. There was an album. What was that thing called? Uh, Woodstock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a movie, man. I was like, you know, I had to go and watch it on YouTube. Did Neil Armstrong land on the moon then, too? Yeah, there was a... Is it real? Yeah, they, they did land on the moon. 1969, Jets. Jesus. Joe Namath. Shea Stadium. Oh, yeah, that's right. They got to pay rent to uh, the Giants because they play at uh, MetLife. It's always great when you're not like you, you got to pay rent. You got to go to Giant Guy and go like this. Hey, here's my rent. <laughs> it's kind of like the Chargers at SoFi in L.A. They pay rent to Stan Kroenke. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that you don't have your own building. Anyway, so here's – you know why Zach Wilson, the quarterback, hasn't signed? It's, it's a set deal. You, you can't negotiate the money. And there's a distinction. The first and second pick in the draft, 
you're owed your signing bonus between 15 and 30 days. I think it's 18 and a half or $19 million that you, you have to pay within 15 or 30. Guess what the dumbass Jets want to do? So the Jets have come up with this, this idea that they wanted the first 75% of that signing bonus to next year. Why would they want to do that? So they can collect the interest and pay the kid on the interest this year and basically get over on the kid. That's not how it works. And result, the Jets are cheap. Okay? Jamal Adams, they send his out. Anybody that was decent in that organization. Why do you think they don't get good? If you hire a stiff by the name of Adam Gase as your head coach, crazy eyes. I'm really proud that I got the Jets gig. Hey, man. I thought the guy was on blow. Hey, man. We got a special guy in Sam Darnold. You know, hey, guy, you're frightening me. Like, you're not supposed to frighten your fan base on your, you know, introduction press conference. I get rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> okay. I, we, I even went like this. What? Yeah. Okay. But let's be candid. Belichick's first press conference when he got the job in New England, everybody was like, um, I don't know. This guy didn't really cut it too well in Cleveland. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if we're working here with this. Right, so when it comes to press conferences, I'm not going to really gauge a guy on press conferences, but the dude's look. Seriously, I thought this guy was getting ready for another eight ball. Yeah, man, jet gig. How'd you get this gig, dude? You got blown out with the Dolphins. You sucked out loud there. You couldn't do anything with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill makes $30 million a year now in Tennessee, and now you're here in New York? How did that work? That's because Woody Johnson is a horrible owner. Some go like this. Woody's a real great guy. That's got, see, this is like the conversation now. It started out in the first hour about Simone Biles. This has got nothing to do with them personally. I don't attack anybody personally. You know why? I don't know you or them. When you're criticizing athletes or coaches or organizations, nobody's going like this. Well, the owner's wife, you know. It's got nothing to do when we're breaking down things here or having conversations on something. It has nothing to do with it. But the Jets now want to do something and defer money out that's not in the collective bargaining agreement. They want to move the sticks. And the kid's like, why would you want to do that to me? Because then you know what the organization can do? The organization, if they can move the sticks on you once, they'll try to do it again, especially if they figure out you suck. Remember what the Jets have invested in this. <laughs> hey, not that I want to spend 10 more minutes on this thing here with the Jets. Oh, I don't really like to talk about weak-ass organizations, and they're the quintessential weak-ass organization. So know this. I get bored like you, too, talking about horrible teams. But, I mean, look at what they got invested here. So you sent Sam Darnold who you drafted in the first round, to Carolina. What if that dude goes down there and he turns into a superstar? There's more of an issue there than I have with Wentz going to Indy. Because you know why? 
at least the Eagles get a one back if that kid plays well. Do you know what um do you know what the Jets get if Darnold plays well in Carolina? Gumbo. <laughs> they get gumbo and catfish. That's what you get. You got nothing in return. So if that guy goes down there and he like, not he spins that rock down there with Christian McCaffrey and they play well and the Jets take a knee again on their quarterback, which because they've had great success on their quarterbacks. Holy cow. You talk about the abyss of quarterback. It's like a landfill where you throw all your crap in. What's that thing called? It's the uh, Jets landfill. Oh, what's in it? All the quarterbacks they've ever drafted. Hackenbergs of the world. <laughs> right? Look at all them guys down there, man. I could make jet soup out of them. Right? Jesus, criminy. So now they're, they're, they're just total Jets move. They got a system in place, but yet they don't want to. They don't want to go down the line here and do the right thing. By the way, you notice something different here today? No vaccination talk. I'm sick of it too. No vaccination talk. If I spend another 10 seconds on that, I'm with you. Mask and vaccinations. Stop it. I, I know I briefly mentioned Lamar, but I was, come on. All right. So the NCAA, the National Communist Association of America, has come out with their only thing they have left when it comes to any kind of power. This, this was their ruling today. Because now nobody needs them. Texas and OU, hey, get this. So Texas and OU decided to leave the Big 12. Do you think they called the NCAA? Why? That'd be like, that'd be like, watch this. That'd be like the Eagles not calling Roger Goodell or the other owners and just going, hey, we're moving to Cherry Hill. No, 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 no. And that's not how it works. Oh, yeah, it does. We're going to move to Pensacola, New Jersey. Yeah, we're, we're going to move to Cherry Hill, New Jersey. <laughs> You'd be like, well, no, 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 no. It doesn't, no, 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 no. Yeah, they didn't even call them. So this is the only thing they have left is still to try to put their thumb on the players. Can't do it money-wise now. Players own you. So they came out today, and they went like this. Reggie Bush, your records will not be recognized. <laughs> Which means, because the Heisman people, they basically were cowardly co cowardly lions in this whole thing. And just instead of giving the kid back his Heisman, they put it on the NCAA. And the Heisman helped the NCAA make them relevant. Because here's Big Sills talking about them. They're not going to recognize Reggie's official numbers that he had at USC. Which means the Heisman Trust now has a cowardly way out of the conversation on giving his hide back. 
Congratulations. You both look like saps. You both look like ridiculous human beings and so petty. You're allowing teams to move. Get this. Think of this for a second. You're allowing two teams to destroy a conference in the Big 12. To destroy a conference. It'll be the end of them. They'll pretend to go around for two years. It'll be the demise of them. It's not a conference without OU and Texas in it. Who are you going to bring in? That's going to be even anything people go, it's a power conference. Kansas? Oklahoma State? Two teams destroyed a conference, but you're not going to give a kid back his Heisman because he took money that he should have been getting anyway. That shows you the hypocrisy, and it also shows you the irrelevance of what the NCAA is today. They're not relevant. All right. Hey, I appreciate everybody coming aboard. A lot of comments we made people today. We really appreciate you guys coming aboard. Don't forget, each and every single day, 4 to 6 Eastern time, you can check us here on the Jacob Media Channel. Krause, Big Joe, Cal, we appreciate it. Till tomorrow, we'll see you on the flip side. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.